0: Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fitness with Tori. I'm a Jesus lover, wife, mom, and personal trainer. This podcast is my space to share experiences that have changed my life and the lessons I have learned along the way. I hope that you feel supported, understood, and encouraged after listening to today's episode. Now let's get into it. Hey guys, and welcome back to Faith, Family, and Fitness with Tori. I am Tori, and this week we are talking about my pregnancy. So I am currently, as of today, 25 weeks pregnant. Pregnant with a little girl. She is due November 16th, and then I have a four-year-old little boy. His name is Carson. And for names for the little girl, we have decided on Chloe Noel, so it'll be Chloe with a K and then Noel is N-O-E-L-L-E. So we're super excited about that. Today, I am 25 weeks pregnant. The length of the baby is around 13.27 inches. She's supposed to be about 1.73 pounds. And the app that I have compares her to a rutabaga. had no idea what that is. It compares her to like a fruit or a vegetable usually. And I had to look that up. It's like a version of a turnip, but I think it's bigger than like the typical turnip that you usually think of. Some milestones for this week is that she's starting to put on some weight. She's getting some baby fat. Her hair is supposed to be growing. And it said that if you were to be able to see it, you could tell the color of it and the texture. And then the intestines are making wave-like movements that is needed for digestion, So she's coming right along, doing well. All of my doctor's appointments have gone really well. When I had my ultrasound, they actually did it at 18 weeks. So like 18 weeks is the first week that you're even able to do an anatomy scan. So they did it then. She at that time was measuring actually four days ahead. So maybe she will be born on her due date or prior. Carson was 40 weeks and two days. So I was two days after my due date when i had him comparing the two pregnancies they have been pretty similar luckily with neither one i had nausea didn't have it with either one which is i'm super super grateful for no nausea not even at the beginning honestly been going pretty well the doctors keep asking me about fatigue and they're like oh well, how's your fatigue just assuming that i'm going to have it especially with it being like having a four-year-old at home and having someone I have to keep up with and look after. And also, again, very fortunate that I have not been super tired. Just kind of normal, getting along with life. I did have a few weeks that were hard, which I will get into later. But other than that, I've been feeling pretty good. I did learn that being pregnant during the summer, which I wasn't really with Carson, He was born in January, so I wasn't real big during the summertime, and apparently while you are pregnant, you are more likely to get sunburnt and get dehydrated. So over the last weekend, we went to Missouri for Dive Bomb, which is like a hunting company. They put on a hunting convention, which is called Squad Fest, that my husband is super interested in. It's like waterfowl hunting stuff. They do dog competitions. It was pretty cool. But we went to that super, super hot outside and the sun was shining all day long. So I made sure to wear sunscreen, which I don't usually wear on my body. My moisturizer has it that I wear in my fa- on my face, but I don't typically go out of my way to put sunscreen on, but I have been doing that this summer and I have been having a lot of water, which I do usually, but I've been being very aware of it. And I got like the Propel mix-in packets so that I would have electrolytes. I like that because it doesn't have artificial colors in it. So we've been doing that and just trying to stay super hydrated, especially with me teaching at the gym. I sweat a lot because I'm doing the workouts full out, especially when I'm teaching aqua classes. So I teach from the pool deck and to keep the air warm, they have a system called Desert Air and it is so hot. So luckily I have a little fan, but I get really hot. I get really sweaty. So during that as well, I am trying to drink the Propel. One thing that they did tell me at my ultrasound is that I have an anterior placenta. So that means that my placenta is on the front of my body. And they said that that could Cause it's like nothing bad, but it's just that I might not be able to feel her move as much. Or if I do feel it, it'll be like really low again, very lucky. Haven't really had any issues with that. I can feel her move a lot, which is very reassuring and they're kind of all over the place. I don't notice that they're specifically towards my lower abdomen. I mean, as she's getting bigger, the movements are getting higher and higher, just as I would expect with any pregnancy not knowing that I have an anterior placenta and that that might affect movements. She does move a lot at night. I find that when I'm laying in bed and I'm like in a reclined position, I don't think she likes that. I think it squishes her or something. And so she moves a lot, which is kind of good because then if I ever am concerned about movements or anything, that I can go to that position and it's almost guaranteed that I can make her move. Carson has been able to feel movements which is really sweet and Chris has too so again like that anterior placenta thing hasn't really affected me much. Some other things that I have been experiencing is that every now and again I'll get like a really weird taste in my mouth and it's not very pleasant. I don't know if it's like a copper taste or I'm not really sure. I can't pinpoint it and it's not something I've ever tasted before but I know that that is common with pregnancy, just the hormones and everything else. And that basically, if anything weird happens to you, you're going to blame it on pregnancy. Like just look it up and it's like, yep, really weird, but it's a pregnancy symptom. So I have pretty much chalked up everything that I've been experiencing to pregnancy. So I do have that. That's a weird thing. The only other thing I would say that's kind of been weird and I'm going to get very personal here is gas. Like the smell has been very bad, but it's like I can't pinpoint it to a certain thing. So it used to be, it's just like sporadic to be honest. And I thought it was beans because I went through a phase where I was eating a lot of baked beans with rice and venison. So I stopped having that and then I thought things went away, and it didn't, and it's just really random, and I swear that like, sometimes I think we're going to get divorced over this because Chris just yells at me, but like I said, it's a pregnancy thing. I can't help it. The baby needs to get this gas out of my body, and I have to do that, so that's been annoying, but that's really the only complaint other than I had mentioned earlier that I had a few weeks that I were were a little bit rough and I was having pelvic girdle pain or pubic symphysis dysfunction is what it can be called SPD for short and what that is is just like a general term for like hip pain back pain pelvic pain it's just kind of like in general that area any sort of pain you feel they classify that as pelvic girdle pain what I specifically was having was called pubic symphysis pain So your hips are connected and there's a piece of... There's a joint in the front, right in the middle of your pelvic girdle. And there's like cartilage there. So when you are pregnant, your body produces more relaxin. It's to help your joints get loosened up, basically to prepare your body for delivering a baby. And bones shifting, getting bigger, that sort of stuff. So sometimes the relaxin can cause pain because it is relaxing your joints and your ligaments and your muscles. So the thing that I was having is pubic symphysis pain, which is like right in the middle of your pelvis area and it literally feels like it's being ripped in half. Like I don't know a better way to explain it. I did have that some with Carson, but it was more towards the end of pregnancy and things that would really trigger it would be like, lifting one leg to get in and out of the car which I didn't even realize I did that but like you're standing you put your right foot into the car first to get into the driver's seat that shifting of the movement and being on one leg like destroyed me especially then getting out so then you put your left foot down first to get out of the car and then shifting your weight that hurt so bad. So I would have to like make a point to be like a little old lady and have my feet together and to turn sideways and sit into my car and then like keep my legs together and rotate them to the front. Really annoying. But I started having that pretty early on. I would say probably like week 18 with this pregnancy. And so I thought, no, this is way too early to be experiencing this. I pretty much couldn't do things unilaterally. So like I was describing having weight on one leg, like a lunge, for example, is a unilateral movement. You're either going forwards or backwards with one leg while the other leg is staying stationary. Killed my body to do that. Thought this is way too early. So I started doing a lot of research. What I did find is that the adductor muscles which is like the inside of your thighs are working too much and so that muscle where it connects onto your pelvis is pulling on your pelvis and so the it was multiple sources that I saw that all said the same thing that you should first of all activate those muscles so they had they suggested putting something like in between your legs at your knees and squeezing your legs in together to work your inner thigh, those adductor muscles, first you activate them, then you needed to stretch them, and then they had things like rolling them out, so using like a rolling pin or a foam roller and literally like rolling on that, which I didn't end up doing. What actually worked for me is that I was thinking, you know, the muscles that stabilize your pelvis is your pelvic floor, And that's the muscles that I need to be working. So I put a big focus on doing Kegel exercises and pelvic tilts. And that seemed to have done the trick for me. I do it multiple times a day. So like anytime I'm in the car, I'm doing Kegels. I usually do 10 at a time. I do probably four sets a day of those. And then the pelvic tilts I honestly don't do those every day. It's probably like every other day to every third day, but I try to do those while I'm in bed, like first thing in the morning before I even get out of bed, do those pelvic tilts. But the key to that is just strengthening the pelvic floor. So anything that's going to do that, I will say that between each contraction of the pelvic floor muscles, you need to fully like exhale and release and let those muscles relax and then engage them again. So it needs to be a full contraction and then a full release. If you have any questions about that, I did actually do a diastasis recti series on my Instagram that those muscles and like activating those muscles is described in that. So the kegels and the pelvic floor stuff, I've like demonstrated how to do that. So check that out if you are interested. But that made a huge difference. I also found that my posture was really off. I think that I was just like, oh, I'm pregnant. My stomach needs to be pushed out. And I would do that not even knowing that I was doing it. And I've had like one lady in my class was like, oh yeah, I saw you standing and you, you're you not even that far along and you were pushing your stomach out and you really looked like a pregnant woman. And I know there was nothing mean meant by it, but it was like an indicator to me that like, okay, My posture must not be very good if random people are commenting on it. And my mom told me too. She's like, oh my gosh, you have like a pregnancy waddle already. So, some things that I found is that I was pushing my hips forward and then my shoulders were kind of leaning back, which was putting a lot of weight on my lower back. So, with my posture, I started thinking up, not out. So, I just try to think, like, how can I stand the tallest? And when I do that, without shrugging my shoulders up I just think like elongate my spine I want my hips to be in a neutral position if you think about your hips being a bucket and you have water in it if you tilt them forward your water is going to fall out if you tilt it backwards your water is going to fall out so think about being in like a neutral position where all of your water stays inside of your bucket so when I think up that kind of helps me realign everything make sure that I'm standing tall not leaning with my hips pushed forward and my belly popping out and my shoulders going back so that has helped a lot something with this pregnancy that I didn't do with Carson is that I have been regularly seeing a chiropractor which he does know that I had a miscarriage prior to this pregnancy so I think he's a little bit afraid to do anything with my hips and having scoliosis as well but he does he does what he can within like being very very cautious which I do appreciate but unfortunately nothing that he's done has helped with my like pelvic girdle pain any of that stuff but doing those kegels and the pelvic tilts has really really helped me a lot. I feel so much better and then focusing on my posture. So those are my two things that I would say has really benefited me. That I didn't really focus on when I was pregnant with Carson and I kind of had to focus on it this time because it was becoming very apparent that it was hurting. I also when I walk I try to engage my core muscles more again just kind of making sure everything is in a neutral position and it's tight and we're thinking up not out. At the wellness center, I am an instructor for the mom strong classes. So we do prenatal and postpartum classes. And I am one of like two instructors at our gym for it. And just talking with the other moms, a lot of them are on their second or third pregnancy. And it's been a collective answer that as you continue to have babies, it gets harder and harder on the body. So I think that Things were a little bit easier with Carson. I did still have that pubic symphysis pain, but it was much later on. And I really didn't do anything about it, to be honest, other than not doing unilateral movements as much as possible. So I did really dial back on working out. Um, And if I did do anything lower body, it was mostly squats where my legs were together and I was bending, not doing things only on one leg. But I really did dial back with that with Carson and then just getting in and out of the vehicles. I had to really focus on that. But I am trying to do better with this one because I live a much more active lifestyle this time around with teaching. People have been asking me like, oh, do you have a date that you're going to set to go out? Some of my people in my classes are like, well, how long are we going to have you as an instructor? Honestly, like I plan to do this as long as I can throughout my pregnancy. I know that my classes will be dialed back. I currently like do most of most of the workouts I do full out, and I know that I will be doing a lot more demonstrations and then like checking forms and kind of dialing things back that as far as that goes. But I do not have a date that I'm like, yep, this is going to be the end for me. I'm no longer doing it, and I'm hoping I mean, I feel good, so I feel really good doing it, and I'm hoping that that continues and that I can just keep going until baby Chloe decides that she wants to make her arrival. For her room, we have, it's currently an office, and we are, it's already painted the color that I want, so it's like a green color, and then we're doing like some blush tones and really some neutral colors, like browns, tans, that kind of stuff. I want to keep it kind of simple. I feel like when we had Carson, we had too much furniture. So we were able to get a great deal at Bye Bye Baby because they are going out of business. And we stopped by there and got a crib that was like $500, I think, originally for $120 something dollars, something like that. And then we got a dresser that was like $800 and it was $252. So we got those two items for furniture. I have a rocking chair already. I do want to get like a standalone changing table because our dresser is too high to put like the attachment for the changing table on top of it. So I think our only option is really to get like a standalone thing, which is also okay because then whenever she's outgrown that, I can just take that out of there and that will be one less piece of furniture in her room. I have been working on getting the closet ready, so I've got some stuff washed and hanging up, but I'm super excited. Oh, we did get bedding as well at Bye Bye Baby, and we got some clothes, so I've got a lot of that stuff, like, ready to go. We just have to bring in the furniture, so like I said, her room is currently an office, and we need to take the desk out, get all of that stuff organized. I have to order a new desk because we're going to have to put the computers in a different room and right now we have like a double person desk with like a storage thing in the middle and we need to go to a single person desk for the amount of space that we have now for it and it's going to go into our like back family room. So we are slowly but surely working on that and just getting things ready, trying to preserve my body as much as I can and take care of myself while I can before it becomes a problem. A big thing with the pelvic floor exercises is I was doing that before I started having issues, and then I kind of forgot, and I stopped doing my Kegels and stuff. It's really easy to forget, and then I started having issues, and I was like, oh gosh. So it reminds you if you forget to do it, but I don't want to get back to the point where I'm really hurting, so I'm going to try to stay on top of that and just kind of maintain things. I am starting to get excited about the newborn stage. I know I had done an episode before that talked about how I think I was on the verge of having postpartum depression and a lot of that stemmed from like my breastfeeding experience and my nutrition not being very good and I, I'm excited to do better this time and I think that I'm, I am going to get a hands-free pump so I still have my pump from when I had Carson and then I'm going to get a hands-free one as well. And I just want to put in a lot more effort and time researching and devotion into what's going to work for me for breastfeeding. I think that it was just that I wasn't eating enough and drinking enough to have a good supply. And I already have things in place for that this time. I want to make do a lot of meal prepping and freeze a lot of foods So that it's easy stuff that I could just put into the oven that I know is healthy that I've made and that will be easier. So that way I'm not scrambling to try to find food. Just really thinking through that more and just knowing more what to expect. I know that every baby is different, but I truly am looking forward to the newborn stage. I think that I will just be more prepared and know a little bit more of what I'm, I'm getting into. I know the sleep deprivation is hard, but we'll get through it just like everything else. So I am really looking forward to that. I've been doing research on the better hands-free breast pumps. I know that some of them aren't very good. And so I've been talking with my moms in the postpartum classes. They have been giving me recommendations on what they think is really good. So checking that out. And yeah, just getting excited. I am, like I said, due November 16th. So we'll have Thanksgiving shortly after that. We'll have Christmas. We'll have New Year's. Then Carson's birthday. My birthday is shortly after that. So I am happy that there are events, even though I'm having a winter baby, there are events that we will need to be getting ready for and need to get out of the house for. And I think that that will really help me mentally to just get out and do stuff. And it will probably help having another little kid around because he will help me. I don't know. Like when you have a toddler, you can't be too much in your head. Like they're going to bring you back to life and reality and make sure that you're living in the moment. So I am really looking forward to it. We are very excited. I am amazed that my body is growing and doing this. And I'm so proud of it and so grateful. And we are just very excited. Thanks again for listening. Have a great weekend.